How's it going, everybody out there? I want to welcome you back to uh, part two of our last episode of the pandemic COVID-19. That is, this is Biblical Truth Central, and I am your host, Brother D. And to be honest with you, this is probably the latest that I've ever recorded a, a podcast. <laughs> Um, and it's about almost 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I don't know. I just I felt it on my heart to just go ahead and and do this, put this out. Um, earlier today, I did a Bible study in the book of First John, Chapter 3, which will be available on YouTube probably Friday or Saturday, I'd say. And... Um, usually when I make a video or a podcast, I don't do the other. So in other words, if I make a podcast, I don't do a video that day. Or if I do a video, I don't do a podcast that day. But I just felt like I needed to just put things into overdrive and just get busy for the Lord. Get busy for God. Amen. There's a lot of believers in Christ out here. Who say that they love God and they say that they worship him and they say that they want to be used of him. But they're not really active and not really doing much for the kingdom of heaven. A lot of them are just worrying about paying their tithes and they're just worried about being blessed and highly favored. And they're not really spreading the gospel. They're not really trying to get the truth out. They're not preaching. They're not evangelizing. They're not sharing their testimonies with other individuals to give them hope in these last days. Folks, I don't know about you, but hope sounds very good in 2020. Because to most people, this is a year of just horrible acts. You know, who, who would have thought that this year would have started the way that it did? You know, nobody saw a pandemic as the media calls it but as you can see the name of this episode is plandemic that's right i firmly believe that everything that we see today that's occurring was planned in advance there's just too much evidence there's too much research there's just too much you know, the powers that be like to tell you in advance that they're going to do something. They never want to allow it to be a surprise. They want us to know. But the problem is that there's a lot of people in this world who just don't pay attention. And when it does show up, you'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. But. The powers that be will say, well, we tried to warn you. We tried to tell you, but you didn't listen. We planted the seeds in the music. We planted the seeds in the movies. We planted the seeds in the TV shows that you love to watch. You know, entertainment is not just for our enjoyment, folks. But entertainment acts as a distraction and it also tells a story as well. There have been many, many movies that have come out 
that have told a lot of truth. More truth than people are actually willing to accept. Because anytime we get to talking about the truth, you know, that's not really a fantastic thing to to touch upon because it tends to hurt. Because a lot of individuals are dwelling in despair and cognitive dissonance, to be honest with you. And anytime you try to tell them something, they either brush it off or they don't believe it. They call you crazy. And when things do pop off, they're falling in panic. This is exactly why we as believers in Christ need to stay on top of everything. Everything. But I will admit, I didn't really see COVID-19 coming. You know, I, re- I remember watching several movies that have come out. Um, and if you notice, you know, right before this really became a pandemic, you know, they had a lot of movies on Netflix that were based on viruses, outbreaks, pandemics, millions of people dying, person to person transfer, transferring of the of the illness. You know, they they were just back to back to back to back to back. And then all of a sudden here we have a situation that is similar to that. If not identical, I'll say. I can't even say similar at this point. There was a movie that me and my wife watched. I want to say around December or January. It's probably around January, to be honest. It was called Pandemic. And, you know, it, it was obviously about a, a, a virus that just so happened to come from China. And it spread it all over the world, just like COVID-19. Don't really recall the name of the virus, but that's what happened. And... You know, similar situations involving the government, involving the CDC, this, that, and the third. Um, If you watch that movie, it's going to be like deja vu. But in the reality, there was a certain part of that movie. And and I'm going to tie in what we're going to talk about in this segment here. There was a certain part of that movie to where... They were in a pharmacy, right? And they had vaccinations. Vaccinations that were supposed to cure individuals who had this sickness or either give them some sort of antibody to make them immune from the illness. All of the people were in line in that pharmacy waiting to get that vaccination here we had people who were scared fearful anxious eager to get this vaccination so that they would not die of this virus the pharmacist goes on to say we only have 50 vials mind you the line 
was very huge. Starting outside of the store all the way to the counter. And once the pharmacist said that, everybody went crazy. They were fighting. They were beating each other down. Trying to get to the front of the line to take that vaccination. There was a pregnant woman in there. She fell down to the ground and they were stepping all over her. People were acting like animals. Just to get that vaccination. That part of the movie, out of all the whole movie, is what stuck with me the most. The eagerness to get this vaccination. That vaccination, I'll say. The eagerness because of the fear and the possibilities of of dying stuck with me. And here we are right now. There have been many, many, many talks of the COVID-19 vaccination. We talked about this in the last episode about how they have made the quote-unquote conscious decision to skip over animal trials and go straight to human trials. And they're doing it over in Africa, of course. And who knows what they're doing over here in the United States Because they claim that we don't have time to wait X amount of years to get this approved. So basically they're rushing a vaccination that they have no idea or so they say long term effects on individuals. Oh my gosh, I have so many problems with this. So many problems, but I can really see people. Here, in reality, not Hollywood, legitimately fighting over that vaccination. Let's think about this for a second. The entire world is wearing a mask. The entire world has their face covered. The entire world, not necessarily everybody in it, but as a whole, we'll say... The entire world is scared to death. And they don't know what's coming. They don't know what to expect. They just know that they want life to go back to normal. There has not been a date that's been set in stone to say we want individuals to wear masks masses for this long that that just has not been something that's been talked about um it's a it's more so of a until further notice type of thing it's more so a until we find a better solution type of thing that solution is going to be the COVID-19 vaccination until that vaccination comes out masses will still be present it'll still be a thing it's just the way it is There has to be something to relieve individuals of wearing those masks and it's going to be that vaccination. And I can see people fighting to get that vaccination. Right now, let's let's think about this for a second. The current narrative in the media is racism, correct? 
police brutality against African Americans, right? I believe that African Americans are just a pawn in this this situation that we call COVID-19. In the last episode, we talked about how Bill and Melinda Gates are trying to make it a top priority to make sure that African Americans are vaccinated before anybody else, actually right after healthcare workers, because they care so much about African Americans, right? They want to see them vaccinated first. Well, guess what? It's not just African Americans who are afraid of COVID-19. You got Caucasian people who are scared. You got Asian people who are scared. You got Hispanic people who are scared. I can see this turning into something that causes animosity to come towards African Americans. Since they are supposedly the special group of people who are supposed to be vaccinated first. I can really see other races getting angry about that. I can see them wanting to do something about that. I can see tension and violence coming upon African Americans because of that. I can see things, I can see possibilities like that. Folks, you got to think outside the box. You really have to think deeply about these type of things. Amen. We're supposed to think and and not act swiftly, analyze situations before we do anything, make a honest assessment before we act. I sincerely believe that. But let's talk about, you know, the COVID-19 vaccination. What's inside of it? What are the contents of it? Like all vaccinations, this is no different, except there will be a device that's planted within it. Other than that, it's an abomination just like every other vaccination. A concoction of ungodliness implanted into the human body. The human body is the temple of God, where the Holy Spirit potentially can dwell. And Satan knows this. And he wants to do everything possible to defile the temple of God. He wants to pump the temple of God with wickedness. Now, some of you are probably wondering, Brother D, what are you talking about? Where are you getting that? There's a number of reasons why I won't get vaccinated in my family. Aside the point that I feel like they make you sick and cause health problems in the future. The number one reason I do not believe in vaccinations It's because of one ingredient that is definitely confirmed to be in every single vaccination that is given. And it pains me to even talk about this right now. But that one ingredient is fetal tissue. 
That's right. Fetal tissue. I know some of you are like, well, Brother D, fetal tissue, where, where did they get that from? Well, this is where it gets worse. Aborted fetal tissue. This is probably one of the worst of the worst that I have heard people doing, honestly. As much as I hate abortion, to think that they're utilizing aborted babies, fetal tissue, to implement it to a vaccination is it's, it's I'm just I'm just at a loss for words to be honest. Like what could that possibly do for an individual's health? I that I'm having a very I have a very hard time trying to comprehend that because I, I can't figure it out. It, it it's not logical. It's just a hundred percent evil. I have a website pulled up from Chop Edu. Oh Lord, and the the headline here is vaccine ingredients, fetal tissue. I'm gonna go ahead and read Varsilia, chickenpox, rubella, MMR vaccine, hepatitis A, and one preparation of rabies vaccines are all made by growing the viruses in fetal embryo fibroblast cells. Fibrocells are cells indeed to hold skin and other connective tissue together. The fetal embryo fibroblast cells used to grow vaccine viruses were first obtained from elective termination of two pregnancies in the early 1960s. I mean, good Lord. Let me reread that. The fetal embryo fibroblast cells used to grow vaccine viruses were first obtained from elective termination of two pregnancies in the early 1960s you heard it first these same embryonic cells obtained from the early 1960s have grown to grow in laboratories and are used to make vaccines today no further sources of fetal cells are needed to make these vaccines. So, uh, Lord have mercy. What? I'm really at a loss for words, to be honest. What more do you need to hear? Like, th this is one of those... Those those things that you don't have to give me the details. <laughs> you can just give me the, the meat of the issue and that'll be enough for me to digest. And I can't digest this. The confirmation, the open 
confirmation, folks. Of saying, yes, we use aborted fetal tissue to make our vaccinations. None of this stuff is like a secret. None of this stuff is is is, is being covered up. Everything that you need to know and want it could ever want to know is out there in the open. The fact that they utilize aborted fetal tissue and strains of viruses to make vaccinations is just I don't I just don't get how anybody could be pro vaccine. I can't. Like there's no way you could be a true believer in Christ. And be pro-vaccine. You, I just don't see it. I don't see it. No way. Can you just imagine what that does to a person? Satan has just. He, he's been on this mission. To defile the DNA of, of man. Forever. Ever since the son of the sons of God made it with the daughters of men when angels slept with human women, ever since then and the Nephilim was produced and in other words the giants, Satan has been trying so hard to defile human DNA. Even willing to go as far as to utilize the tissue and the blood of aborted babies. And God knows what else. I have another article here from the FDA.gov. This is yet another ingredient that's going to be within the COVID-19 vaccination. Some of you may have heard this or not but the name of this ingredient is just mind-blowing absolutely mind-blowing the ingredient is called luciferase let me say that slowly luciferase hmm Headline says Luciferase Immune Precipitation System, acronym LIPS. A sign is a rapid, simple, and sensitive test to detect antibody response to respiratory syndical virus. Researchers at the U.S. Food and Drug Administration have developed a simple, rapid, and simple test that identifies individuals who have made antibodies against respiratory syndical viruses, the most common cause of lower respiratory tract infection in infants and young children worldwide. RSV also affects many elderly individuals, especially those with underlying heart and lung disease, accounting for nearly as many as excuse me, as many as hospitalizations of influenza. The development of the new essay is important because it could be a valuable tool for assessing the efficiency of RSV vaccines. 
during clinical trials since it could help identify individuals infected with RSV following a winter season. Since many of the current candidate vaccines contain or express one or of the few proteins found in the virus, antibody response to non-vaccine RSV antigens can serve as a marker of exposure and infection in subjects giving these vaccines. An important advantage of the new test called luciferase immune precipitation systems assay is that it's less complicated and easier to perform than other assays now available. Moreover, unlike some currently used tests, it readily differentiates immune responses against the two major subtypes of RSV, RSV-GA and RSV-GB. The LIPS assay, which is the acronym for luciferase, detects antibodies against G glycoproteins, a molecule that offers the surface of the virus. To develop the assay, the FDA scientists genetically engineered RSVG proteins from both subgroups. They are tagged G with luciferase, an enzyme that interacts with protein called luciferin to release light. Hmm. That last part right there. The, the, um, the utilization of luciferin, which is yet another agent in these vaccinations. It says luciferin is used to release light. You can't tell me that Satan does not have a hand in this. Luciferin to release light. The Bible calls Lucifer the light bearer. I mean, can we can we pause for a minute and think about that? Really? This this stuff is 100% satanic. Lucifer, Satan, the devil, it's all the same. The most narcissistic individual to ever exist wants his name. He's so bold that he even wants his name in the vaccination. I mean, wow. To take this vaccination, folks, to me that it's 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 like the step of taking the mark of the beast. Now there's some people out there who feel like this actually is the mark of the beast. I don't know. I don't know if I'm willing to to go out on a limb and say that. I'm not sure yet. But I am willing to go as far as to say that this could potentially be a precursor. Possibly a test run to see how many people are actually going to take this vaccination. How many people are actually going to do it willingly. Because you know, in the book of Revelation, it says, you know, you cannot buy nor sell. At least you take the mark of the beast. I mean, I'm sorry. At least you have the mark of the beast. 
I don't believe that they're just going to go door to door trying to force people to take this mark. I believe that people are going to willingly take this mark out of convenience, out of fear. For the good of the world, they'll say. Because, you know, Satan, people have this distorted view of who he is and how he operates. Some you, you even have some people who think that he's in hell. Satan is not in hell, folks. He has not been judged yet. He's not in the lake of fire. Satan is free to roam wherever he pleases. If Satan was in hell, folks, there would be no evil in this world. But since his existence is still here, Sin still reigns and evil is still present. You know, Satan's not this devil with, 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 with a pitchfork and a tail and horns. That's what Hollywood has turned him into. When in fact, Satan is extremely crafty and intelligent. Strategic. Satan knows the Bible better than we do as Christians because he used to dwell with God. Do you understand that? None of us can ever say that. He used to dwell with God. So he knows. He knows his fate, but he also knows everything there is to know, but chooses to suppress the truth and unrighteousness and operate in evil and wickedness. I say all that to say that he's not going to come at us hostily. It's going to be in a persuasive, gentle way. Offering false peace. Offering the solution. Anything to pacify society. I believe that people are going to take this vaccination willingly. You got people that are driving in their cars with masses on their face willingly. Who support wearing masses willingly. Who think, who, who legitimately feel like they are doing the right thing. Literally. And when this vaccination comes out, those same people who feel that way are going to be the ones that take it willingly. And when the powers that be see that there are individuals out there who are actually going to take this, I believe then the market of beasts is next. A lot of people say, well, you know, I didn't think that I would ever see this in my lifetime. Well, neither did I. Neither did I. This year ain't even over with. It's just the summertime. We still have a couple of months to go. And who knows what else is coming? You got people out here that have been having all kind of dreams about asteroids coming to Earth and invasions of different countries and whatnot 
you know, my wife, she had a dream last night about asteroids and flaming tornadoes and stuff. I don't take stuff like that lightly. I don't. You know, I take things like that to the heart because you never know what, what, what could come. We just don't know. But one thing we can know is this. That we are to fear no evil. See, Brother D is not making this podcast for you to be scared. I'm not making this podcast for you to live in fear. I'm making this podcast so you, you can so you can be aware. So that you can understand that this world is wicked. And this world is gonna perish. But those but everyone that's in this world has an opportunity to come to Christ and to live in confidence, knowing that God is faithful to protect those who belong to him. You know, Second Peter chapter 4, verse 9 tells us that the Lord knows how to protect those who belong to him, and judgment shall be reserved for those who are unjust, for those who were wicked and evil and who commit iniquity. Let us not operate in fear, but with courage and boldness. The Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. God does not want us to be ignorant. He wants our eyes to be open. He wants us to see, have eyes to see, and have ears to hear. And to be able to discern through all of the stuff that we are witnessing because not everything that we see is the truth. There's some truth in it, but there's a lot of propaganda as well. Amen. God bless you all. I pray that this episode was a blessing to you. So probably be the only part that I do um, part series on this topic because I do not want to focus on this this subject too much here on this podcast i don't you know if the lord leads me to talk more about it in the future i will but i refuse to focus on COVID 19 i refuse to let it dictate my life and any christian out there should feel the same way don't let this take care of your life don't let this make you live in fear don't let this make you feel moved don't let this make you feel like god isn't here because he is he sees exactly what's going on christians need to be faithful now more than ever because the world is watching and they want to see why is it these people who say that they're christians have this peace i want what they have and that's when we introduced introduced him to jesus I hope you all have enjoyed this. Thank you very much for tuning into this late episode of Biblical Truth Central Part 2 of COVID-19 Pandemic. Be sure to visit my website, www.biblicaltruthcentral.com. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel, biblicaltruthcentral.com. I hope you all have a great night. Stay one in the Lord. Stay blessed. Keep your trust in Jesus. We're going to be okay, folks. Don't focus on the storm that's around you. Keep your eyes on the Lord all the time. God bless you all. Thank you for listening.